The following presentation is brought to you by the Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Tyranny and evil draw forth their inky cloak of ignorance and fear and plunge our nation into its darkest hour. Who dares to hold high the lamp of freedom to lead us forward into the light of liberty? Who dares? Only our one-man second front, the foremost freedom fighter of Canada and her other lesser allies, the Red Panda. Brought to you by Markman's Lighting Equipment. Banish the fear and evil of darkness from your home with one of Markman's fine oil or gas lamps. This episode, The Black Panda. When last we left the Red Panda, he and Baboon McSmoothie, man of a thousand faces, had returned to Panda Division headquarters only to find it reduced to a smoking pile of rubble. Who is responsible? What has happened? For the answers to these questions, let us join the Major as she awakens deep within a strange subterranean lair. Oh, my head. What happened? You have done well, Fraulein. Who said that? Who's there? Step into the light. Surely you recognize my voice? No? You wound me, Fraulein. Very well, I shall step into the light. German von German. The same. It has been too long, my dear. Did you really think we would leave you to be captured after all you have done for the Reich? What are you talking about, von German? You needn't play games anymore, my dear. Thanks to the information you provided us with, Panda Division has been destroyed and the Canadian war effort is in ruins. <laughs> no. No, you're lying. I think the blast must have rattled you more than we thought. I'm sure your memories will soon return. Oh, I remember the attack all right. And I know who wasn't there. Whatever your little game is, he'll stop it. I suppose you mean the Red Panda? Perhaps you realize now you have said more than you should have. I will leave you now. Oh, and Fräulein, one more thing. What's that, you pig? This wasn't my idea. I should have known. Baboon McSmoothie, man of a thousand faces. Hello, Angel. Been a long time. It certainly has. As I recall, you still owe me my share of three-quarters of a million dollars in diamonds from that Bombay job eight years ago. Compensation for damages. What damages? Well, you broke my heart for starters. Very velvet. Very nice. Smoothie by name. Smoothie by nature. Where are we? In the underground lair of the Red Panda. Welcome, Major. How long have you been standing there? Long enough. She's not responsible for what happened. I heard. I was going to mention that we knew each other, but... Slipped your mind? Well, we have been kind of busy. Would either of you mind telling me what we're doing here? Or where here is? When did you get an underground lair, anyway? I've had it for years. This was the base for my one-man war on crime. It's a little dusty these days, but otherwise none the worse for wear. We sprung you from the hospital. You what? Back up, baboon. 
The MOD managed to get almost everyone out of the wreckage and into a secret facility before the civilian authorities arrived. As a result, the only recorded injuries were three guards, a ministry stenographer, and one Jane Doe. That's you. Who else was hurt? Everyone, to some degree. Whoever mounted the attack activated the building's self-destruct systems. The entire structure just collapsed. There were no fatalities among the agents and staff, though they'll all be out of action for a while. The Prime Minister has some bumps and bruises. He's with private doctors now. Assuming that Colonel Fitzking survived the attack, he'll have to pretend to be an ordinary dog until the civilians are gone. That leaves you. The only person that the Ministry didn't question before I could. After our last case, Red Panda is just a little paranoid where the government's concerned. So, you drag me off? unconscious to your secret hideout so you can mount your own rogue investigation. It's M.O.D. sanctioned, actually. What? I agree the situation is grave, but why would they... Because, Major, the situation is more grave than you realize. There is one person still unaccounted for, and it now seems likely that Panda Division Headquarters was destroyed to cover that fact. Ministry of Defense will give me as much rope as I need on this one, because they want this solved as badly as I do. Though for very different reasons. You mean... That's right, Major. Dr. Anna Handbasket has been kidnapped. Come in, Red Panda. Come in, Red Panda. Red, it's Anna. Please come in. They've got me in the back of a truck. I, I can't tell where I am or how long I've been out cold. I was on a train. I know that for sure. But I kept drifting in and out. I think they've been keeping me drugged. Red, if you can hear me, please respond. I think the truck has stopped. Oh, Red, please, please respond. Red? I'm afraid your radio ring is quite useless, Doctor. You are well out of range now. Who is that? I can't see you. Who's there? Who I am is unimportant. Who was I? Now, there is an interesting question. Don't flatter yourself. Where are we? Why have you brought me here? We're at a private airfield on the North Carolina coast. What? A little out of the way, I know. The Americans are officially neutral, but I wasn't prepared to take any chances. So here we are. This airfield is owned by some associates of mine. More traitors. Not at all. They're patriots. They fight for their country, just as you and your friends fight for yours. All patriots. All except you. You're very sure of that. You can cut the act. I knew you had to have inside information when you tripped the self-destruct device. But now I know exactly where you got it. You knew about my radio ring. But they were never put into production. Too impractical. I only ever made three. One I kept, one I later gave to Red Panda, and one I gave to you. I thought you were dead. There were times when I wished I was. If now was one of those times, I second the motion. A fine way to talk after what you did to me. I told you the formula wasn't ready. I told you not to test it. You knew what could happen. I did it for you. You did it to prove yourself to my father, just like you did everything. He may have been your mentor, but he's just a man. The way you fawned over him. Is it any wonder I couldn't take you seriously? Seriously? Do you want to see what that formula of yours did to me? Just look under this mask. <laughs> That's more like it. Now get on that plane. 
I'm almost whole again, and you're going to finish the job. Mend what you have marred. And along the way, you'll tell my benefactors anything else they want to know. Benefactors? That's right. Congratulations, Doctor. You work for dear old Uncle Adolf now. It's only one man. I think it's a man. Moving fast. Too fast to see clearly, so strong. Knocking people cold with one blow. Breaking through walls. Now, Major, I want you to concentrate. Slow the images in your mind down as if they were frames of a motion picture. Slower and slower until the intruder is turned toward you. Now stop the motion of the pictures altogether. Can you see his face? No. He's wearing a mask. And a black uniform. Here, take this pad and pencil. I want you to draw what you see in perfect detail. You will find that you can draw it as clearly as any camera. Can you do that? Yes. Good. Get started. This is really creepy. I'm sorry, baboon, but hypnosis was the only way to obtain a clue to this fiend's identity. The Major's was the only trained mind whose perceptions weren't tainted by clumsy interrogation. This may be our only chance. You expecting a call? That's my direct line to police headquarters. They know I'm working for the war office. Why would they try to contact me here? Only one way to find out. Put it on the loudspeaker. Red Panda here, Commissioner. Who? Who is this? Hi there. Hi, Red Panda. Hi. Prime Minister, is that you? I think so. A building fell on me. Yes, sir, I know. A big one. It fell on a lot of people, sir. Is this wingnut for real? Who's that talking? Uh, Prime Minister, this is Baboon McSmoothie, man of a thousand faces. Baboon, this is Prime Minister Mackenzie King. Uh, hi. You have a thousand faces? More or less. Can I see them? Not over the phone, no. I'll give you a dollar. Red Panda. Give him a dollar. Yeah, Red Panda. Give me a dollar. Quiet, baboon. They must have known about my direct line to the commissioner's office and tapped it somehow. Colonel Fitzking must be trying to contact me. What makes you say that? Well, I don't think Willie Halfwit pulled this off by himself. Hi there. With the special equipment at HQ destroyed, Colonel Fitzking would be unable to dial me directly. Why is that? Dogs don't have fingers. I do. He must be using the Prime Minister to help him. I have fingers. Probably get more help from a houseplant. Prime Minister, can you use your fingers to hold the phone up to Colonel Fitzking's ear? Nope. Prime Minister, it is vitally important that I speak to your dog at once. I do not understand your system of government at all. Sparky's not here. Not there? Did he survive the attack? Oh, yeah. He just said to talk to you for at least three minutes. Three minutes? Prime Minister, why don't you go get a hard-boiled egg? Okay. Bye-bye. Do you know what this means, baboon? Me? I'm still waiting for my dollar. That's right. It means they're trying to track us down. I wouldn't say trying, exactly. Colonel Fitzking! Oh, that is so wild! Say something again. Good afternoon to you, too, Mr. McSmoothie. Too right! You don't look entirely pleased to see me, Red Panda. With respect, sir, I generally take a dim view of uninvited guests in my secret lair. I am aware of that, Red Panda, and I apologize for the subterfuge. 
We had a general idea of the location of this place from the files the civilian authorities had built up on you before the war, but we needed the trace to... I am less interested in how than why, Colonel. Because we needed to speak with you so badly, of course. We? I've brought in a consultant. With most of Panda Division out of commission, there was only one man who could help us with this case. At the moment, there isn't much of a case to help with, sir. Maybe there is now. Looks like the Major has finished a drawing. Not much to go on. I'll run it through the identity file, but I don't think we'll have much luck. Unless anyone can tell me the name of this masked man. I know his name. Who the devil are you? Red Panda, this is the consultant I mentioned. With respect, Colonel. I will introduce myself when and if I find it necessary to do so. What a charmer. His name was Victor Boysenberry. He was my protege. But none of that matters now. Now he calls himself the Black Panda. Meanwhile, thousands of miles away, as the mighty aircraft engines pulse through the night sky, Dr. Handbasket bravely interrogates her captor, hoping all the while that her constant stream of questions, together with the droning of the engines, will muffle the tiny intermittent blip coming from her top-secret radio ring, a blip that may lead her liberators to her, if only they can hear it. Victor, I can't believe you're doing this. It's not too late to end this madness, even after everything you've done. It's never too late to do the right thing. You sound just like your father, dear old Professor Handbasket, ever ready with a noble cliché and a useless gesture. You're just trying to get me angry now. I refuse to let you get me angry. You should be angry. If you had any sense of what is happening to you, you would be very angry indeed. I'm stealing your life away, just as you stole mine. It was your choice to take Manly 9989. You wanted to prove that we didn't need to recruit the country's masked heroes. You took an experimental formula that I told you wasn't ready just to show my father that you could be a one-man army, to show him that you were worthy of his legacy. And worthy of his daughter. I'm sorry you misunderstood, Victor. When I said I didn't want to be involved with the secret agent, I assumed you knew that that meant I didn't want to be involved with you. Nearly killing yourself is a pretty stupid way to try and impress a girl. You seem to enjoy it from your masked moron. You see, dear Anna, I know more than you think. I know you're counting on your darling red panda to save you. I know you activated a secret homing beacon in your radio ring to draw him to you. And I know that the only reason you've been speaking to me is to try and keep me from hearing it. No, don't try to turn it off. Give me that. You see, this is going to lure your champion right to me. My benefactors are just as eager for me to kill him as I am to do it. Your new boss has a particular score to settle. What boss? The head of the secret scientific development order, Professor Friedrich von Schlick. Von Schlick? Don't be foolish. The man is dead. I assure you, doctor, he is very much alive, but he is no longer a man. <laughs> Where was I? 
You mean you weren't listening either? You really should listen to this, Red Panda. I assure you, gentlemen, I am listening. I'm merely completing some adjustments to this device. The past few months of inactivity has not been kind to some of my more sensitive equipment. I am appalled, yes, appalled, sir, with your lack of... Why are we wasting our time with this fool, Fitzking? Steady on, old man. Look at him, tinkering about with his crime-fighting toys. I'm trying to brief you people on a dangerous adversary. If you cannot be bothered to listen, how do you propose to rescue my... Dr. Handbasket? His Dr. Handbasket? I thought she was your Dr. Handbasket. Baboon McSmoothie, meet Anna Handbasket's father. Mr. Handbasket, Baboon McSmoothie, man of a thousand faces. Uh, hey. How did you know? Anna never speaks of her father. It's not like her to keep things from me, so I always assumed she was keeping someone else's secret. The family that spies together. He's a spy? He was. Ah, Major. Feeling better? Much. You see, Baboon, in the last war, the government put together a crack team of its very best intelligence agents. They were the original Panda Division, named for the many heroes in our history who have used the name Red Panda. None of us took that name, though. We felt it would be arrogant. I've been called worse. Lieutenant Bucky Handbasket was part of that team. And as sole survivor, was instrumental in forming the new Panda Division when war broke out again. Bucky? Victor was my protege. He was to have been the core of the new unit. Like me, he was opposed to recruiting masked vigilantes and nutcases. Against my daughter's wishes, he tested an early variant of the Manlinite super-strength formula that she insisted wasn't ready. She was right. It gave him incredible power but left him horribly mutilated. He went mad, killed dozens. We dispatched a team to eliminate him. We thought they had succeeded. And now he has returned for his revenge. And what's worse, we don't believe he's working on his own. Seriously, thou, Bucky? Glass houses, baboon. Boysenberry learned the hard way. Always listen to your doctor. For example, she told me, if anything ever happens to me, attach your radio ring to a signal boosting device to trace the homing signal in mine. And so I did. That was the toy I was tinkering with, Mr. Handbasket. And now I know that Anna and this black panda of yours are en route to Egypt as we speak. Can this shiny red plane of yours make it that far? In record time. Let's go. But... Don't start with me, red panda. I am in charge of panda division. And at the moment, you are it. Now get in the plane. I'm coming too. Mr. Handbasket, with all due I'm not leaving my daughter's life in the hands of a dilettante, a woman, and an Australian. And the name is Grey Panda. Use it. Grey Panda. Great. He's a real sweetheart, ain't he? You coming? I'm designated sidekick, ain't I? Just let me grab my suntan oil and plasma boomerangs. Good luck, Red Panda. Thank you, sir. I believe I shall need it. Von Schlick? Von Schlick. The first part of our bargain has arrived. Victor? Victor, don't do this. Once a second. On his way. Good. Dispatch him. Then join us in the command complex. What about my treatment? There is a syringe on the table. Take it. The formula will ease your pain and focus your power long enough to destroy the red panda and his friends. 
Then I can complete your restoration and see that you are given a place of honor within the Reich. I won't fail you. See that you don't. Now, my dear doctor, let us get acquainted. Why don't you step out of the shadows first? You misunderstand, Fraulein. I am the shadows. I am mutable, undying, without limits. I can't believe it. The explosion in your lab, it must have melded your consciousness to the superfuel you were creating. That is correct. Friedrich von Schlick was destroyed that day. Now there is only the human Slick. My God! Oh, I assure you, Fräulein Doctor, God wants nothing to do with this. Take her to the Zeppelin! And so, our four fearless freedom fighters, having concealed the peerless prototype panda plane as best they can, follow the relentlessly repeating radio ring's steady signal until they come face to face with one of the most mysterious sights in all creation. The signal's definitely coming from a few hundred yards away. It can't be anywhere else. The Sphinx. It's a trap. Nah, I'm sure he brings all the Sheilas he kidnaps here. It's so romantic, don't you think? Say, do you think? Not now, McSmoothie. Ah, uh, but when? Quiet, you fools! This must be a trap. I agree, but that doesn't mean that Anna isn't here. I'm heading in. Watch my back. Right. Got it. And who will watch theirs? Ow. Hope. It's the real German von German. And his elite squad of ninja Nazis. Get to the Sphinx. We'll handle this. You heard the man. Go. Thanks. Good luck. You sure this was a good idea, old-timer? Son, I've been dancing the Teutonic Tango since you were in diapers. No problem. Get them, you fools. Oh, I love to watch you do them high kicks. Thanks, heaps. It'll help here. Plasma boomerang coming up. Something's wrong. They aren't trying to keep us away. They're trying to keep us here. That can only mean Panda, get out of there. Dingo droppings. No. Finish them off! <laughs> Can the Red Panda have survived the explosive trap of the villainous Black Panda? Can his friends withstand the assault of Von German's ninja Nazis? Will Dr. Handbasket escape the oily clutches of the human slick? Did the Prime Minister ever get his hard-boiled egg? The answers to these and other questions to come next week on the continuing adventures of the Red Panda! 
have been listening to Dakota Ring Theater's presentation of The Red Panda, episode number five, The Black Panda. Written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons, featuring the vocal talents of Stephanie Bickford, Gregory Z. Cook, Richard Dennison, Stephen Gauchy, Adrian Rogers, and Greg Taylor. This story and all the characters featured herein are fictional creations and are entirely the property of the producers. No portion of this program may be recorded, reprinted, or retransmitted without the express written permission of the producers. Any person considering this program as a valid source of historical information should have their head examined by a trained professional. The Red Panda was recorded and engineered at Raven Sound in Toronto. Until next time, this is Gregory Z. Cook saying bye-bye and bye-bonds. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.